And welcome, everybody. It is another episode of Unleash the Kregel, and today we are going to have a chance to listen to the interview I did with CrossFit athlete, former college rower, and just all-around great person and writer, as you'll learn, Carissa Stapp. I don't want to delay this episode and want to get right into it. I actually made this two parts. So today is part one of the interview. I like to keep the episodes here about 30 minutes or maybe a little bit over so it's easily managed. You can listen to it on your drive from work or so forth. Episode two or part two of the interview will be coming out a few days after this one. And so look for that also. You'll be be sure to listen to both parts. Uh, really had a pleasure sitting down. Chris is just a great person to chat with. Very outgoing, very happy, uh, a great athlete. And you'll learn hopefully quite a bit about her. Some of you might know some things and maybe you'll learn a few uh, new things about her today as you listen I do want to say thank you to those who have followed, those who have subscribed. I will mention it at the end, but be sure if you could, like this episode, uh, share it with your friends, uh, share the website with your friends. I have tried to put into place an efficient manner of making episodes go out. Had a little bit of a delay. Part of it was just... uh, setting up some new things that'll make this process more efficient, Uh, missed a chance for an interview, and just kind of lost track of the ability to get these out. Uh, We've been dealing with some smoke here in Western Washington to kind of mess my voice up a bit. No excuse. Uh, I'm committed to you, committed to this process, committed to this podcast. And so again, if you could like this episode, share it with your friends. We're on social media. You can follow us at Unleash the Kregel. Unleash the and C R A G L E all together, and that's on Instagram. We're also you can email us at unleashthecregle at gmail.com. We're getting Twitter, Unleash the Kregel, and uh, we'll be working on, of all things, a uh, TikTok. Uh, I've kind of held off on it, but um, I'm going to at least be doing some shorts and so forth with that. We're also going to be doing YouTube. You can find us on Unleash the Kregel on YouTube. We'll be putting episodes up there. And eventually we're going to be doing some live interviews uh, or interviews that were face-to-face or remote face-to-face at least. So you can actually see the interviewee, uh, not so much the interviewer, which is me, but a chance to see the actual person we're talking with. So Thank you again for following. Uh, Be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends and family. If you could share it on social media, we'll be having some clips of this interview out there for you to share, like, and so forth. Thank you again. What a pleasure. And without further ado, here's my interview with CrossFit athlete and all-around great person, Carissa Stapp. And welcome, everybody. I am Jonathan Kregel, your host of Unleash the Kregel podcast, and today we have a special guest. It's hard to get some guests on the podcast, but uh, I gave her no choice, told her she was going to get interviewed today or at some point. So today we have Carissa Stapp, uh, coach, CrossFit coach, CrossFit athlete, writer, extraordinaire. And so thank you, Carissa, for being with us. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. 
One of the stressful things that always happens with interviews, and I'd just be upfront, is uh, how they go. Well, our goal here is to give you great information about Carissa, about you know, what's going on, but certainly uh, my own podcasting, I do a lot of recording and cut a lot of parts out. So you're not going to get any coughs or any mistakes because this is going to be perfect, just like CrossFit is for Carissa. So let's talk a little bit. You are how old? Um, I am 26. 26. 27 in a few days. But few, yes. <laughs> happy birthday. So happy birthday to you. That's all you're going to get for a happy birthday. All right. Uh, once you get on the social media for her, be sure to wish her a happy birthday after you followed. You are originally from? Uh, well, I was born in Colorado. Okay. And then kind of moved around between Colorado, Wyoming a little bit, then moved here to Washington State when I was in sixth grade. And then, yeah, lived here the biggest for the biggest chunk of my life, okay. I'd say, then, yeah. So you consider yourself a child of the West. But home is here during summer. Yeah. Well, my family moved out to Montana like five years ago. And last year I moved back out there to be just closer to them. So I'd say that now my home is Montana, but I'm back out here for the summer just because I like it out here. And, and, and it's a great chance to train. We'll talk a yeah. little bit about that piece of it, too. So you are a CrossFit athlete, but that's not where, you know, your your athletic prowess wasn't CrossFit, you found that. But when you were growing up, what kind of sports did you do? What did you do for activity? Um, I did a bunch of different things growing up. I did, when I was in high school, I did cross country. I did track. Uh, mm -hmm. I wrestled for a season. I just kind of did random things here and there. When I was in elementary school, I did competitive clogging for a while. <laughs> okay, we had to talk about that, but keep going. We're coming back to clogging. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, clogging was actually my first like competitive okay. experience there. But yeah, um, did a lot of that. And then, yeah, pretty much just through high school, I ran, did the wrestling, didn't really do a lot of ball sports. I tried soccer for a little bit and it's okay, but not the best at actually handling the ball. It's <laughs> <laughs> good at running around and like taking it from people. But then when I got it, I didn't really know what to do. Know what to do with it. That's funny. So you found your, your way with anything that wasn't ball sports. Then when you left high school. You found another sport that you did competitively, which was what? Uh, that was rowing. So, yeah, when I got to college, I tried out for the women's rowing team at Western Washington University. And then a good thing about rowing is that they'll accept a lot of people that haven't rowed before, a lot of walk-ons, as long as you can show that you're kind of willing to work for it and then willing to kind of put in the effort, then, then you can earn a spot on the team. So that's what I did throughout college. I tried out for the team. I actually broke the tryouts record because it was some running and lunging, kind of like a CrossFit style type of workout. But just before I did CrossFit, I just kind of ran and did stuff for fun. But yeah, yeah. then I got into rowing, rode for four years. So you walked on and then that right after you walked on, was it that same year you got picked up? Yeah. So like my, I think it was my last quarter. I got like scholarship for the last quarter of my freshman year. And okay. then I was on scholarship. Um, for the rest, yeah. Okay, and Western has actually, you know, a very high-level top uh, rowing team. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. of course, you know, Washington and so forth. But Western, uh, did you go to nationals? You went to nationals. Yeah, And yeah. so forth. Did you guys win? We won nationals, nationals in 2017. Yeah, 
we're Division Two school, and but we have definitely one of the top rowing programs in that division. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and so for those that are out there, it's one of those sports too. A really good friend of mine rode for Washington. His daughter rode for Williams College, um, won some national titles that way, um, and so forth. It's one of those sports that you don't think about, but you can still, you know, walk on, do well if you're willing to w work and grind. You know, yeah. it's yeah. one of those sports that it, it probably takes more grinder pain cave mentality we talk about in CrossFit than it does athletic prowess. You can work towards being a better and better rower uh, mm -hmm. and so forth. So uh, and then after you got done rowing, your career's over, you you cashed in that. What next? What happened next? Um. Yeah. Then it, Well, eventually I found CrossFit. It was kind of like a little bit of going back and forth between stuff because I majored in accounting in college. So I started working at a tax firm like right out of college and did a bodybuilding show oh. during that time and um, kind of just did my own thing working out and then decided I wanted to kind of go back to school to get a few more classes to maybe get my CPA um, certified public accountant. But then I decided against that, started getting into CrossFit, finding that and decided I want to go a fitness career instead fitness career. <laughs> so you didn't like cutting weight for bodybuilding right it was yeah that was um i mean it's definitely i think it's a different kind of mental challenge and i think later maybe later down the road i would do a bodybuilding show again just because i did like that challenge mm. but overall i like the performance-based sports mm. a little bit better sure and i think that yeah just for me kind of where i was in my life that wasn't the best yeah. best choice and then Finding CrossFit, I was like, oh, this is more of like rowing, the things I've been doing, where it's just like, get in there, you work hard, you can, can see improvements, and it's not mm. like the bodybuilding where it's a little more subjective. It's like, right. you either win or you're not you're, winning. Right, right, <laughs> right. You have to pay off the judges versus having an actual clock or, or so forth. So uh, that's awesome. So you found CrossFit. The very first, do you remember the very first? gym you walked into that you uh -huh. did CrossFit? Well, it was actually CrossFit. I love it. And this mm. was when I was in college. Um, okay. I guess in college, I also did some, like just did a little bit of like MMA stuff too in college. And I found that I was friends with a girl there that came to the CrossFit gym. And during our winter break from college, we had a couple weeks where I was like, oh, I need to just have something to do for a couple weeks. And I just dropped in to CrossFit. I love it. Not really knowing, I knew like about CrossFit just because I had some teammates on the rowing team that had done CrossFit and I've heard about it a lot from them, but kind of just dropped in just to kind of stay fit, didn't really know exactly what was going on and then kind of just came back out, didn't really think a lot about it until later on when I really decided, hmm. I guess give it another try and um, I dropped into another gym when I was, because when I was working in the, the accounting, I was living in Wyoming at that time, I dropped into a gym there for a little bit. Then when I moved back to Washington, I went to went to a gym in Bellingham for a couple of months before coming back to I Love It. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, and we should make mention, uh, you know, and, and we just kind of throw out I Love It around. So it's CrossFit I Love It in a little town, and I say little relative to Seattle, to Spokane, to Dallas, to Houston. You know, Linden's a small, maybe twenty five, twenty six thousand people. And the the gym, CrossFit I Love It, uh, owned by Matt and Kaylee Lovelady, uh, was started in t 2013, literally in the middle of a county, the middle of farmland, if you will, uh, you know, in between kind of Linden and Bellingham, another bigger town. 
And for relative uh, pur purposes, it, I love it's probably 15 minutes from the Canadian border, 20 minutes from the water to the west. So it's far northwest. And, and so for those who find it, find it. But it's not like a gym that people would flock to, like a CrossFit Mayhem in Nashville or so forth. Yet we actually have amazing athletes, uh, which we will talk about. You found I Love It, but you didn't really look at the competitive side. It was just something to be able to move and, and so forth mm -hmm. initially, right? Yeah. Well, because I, when I dropped in that first couple of weeks, yeah, I didn't really know a lot about CrossFit or I was just kind of in there just to get ready for the next rowing bit. So just in there to move. And then um, when I was doing the bodybuilding and stuff like that, I was kind of looking more at videos of CrossFit and being like, well, maybe this is something I want to do. Mm. And I had remembered when I ended up moving back and kind of getting to a gym in Bellingham, I remembered when I was at I Love It that there was some, yeah. like I saw like Mitch said, I was like, oh, there's some yeah. really good competitors. Like Kaylee had been to regionals and then Mitch was like a games athlete. I'm like, all right, well, if I actually want to be competitive with it, I'm like, you should go back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think, again, I think for those who are listening, uh, she mentions Mitch Stevenson, um, who, you know, I won't go into, we're going to get Mitch on the podcast and, and carry his wife. Um, we'll talk a little bit about him, but Mitch Stevenson, games athlete, has been on the uh, games demo team the last two years, um, has had some just close misses uh, making the games uh, again this year, but uh, unbelievable uh crossfitter but also an unbelievable person and um and then also uh you had kaylee lovelady who we talked about who went to regionals back 2014 i think it was she her, it was her first one and then she went back again as an individual to regionals so there's experience as far as games but also just athletics i mean matt and kaylee matt was a pitcher for oklahoma kaylee was a triple jumper for washington state we're actually sitting upstairs in the recovery kind of uh room uh where their jerseys are at and there's pictures of them and so forth so it's a very athletic gym and so you picked a a great little gym to be at a little oh, yeah. the little gym that can uh if you will we let's that kind of then goes to once you've done gone down this path, then your first experience with the open, for example. Do you do you remember the first year you did the CrossFit Open? Yes, 2019 was my first open. I remember it because I was like, I think still rowing a little bit at the time, and okay. I remember it was rowing and wall balls, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. I can do this. This is no problem. Your gig. Your gig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One so workout. Was, until, you find out, until you found out the other four or five yeah. workouts, right? Then I found yeah. out there was some chest to bar the next workout. I was like, oh, yeah. gee, I'm really bad. <laughs> you, you get, you know, as athletes, I think that's what's so funny is, you know, you do have to be good at a lot of skills that are skills that you don't necessarily use. You know, pull-ups, but you have to do pull-ups fast and you have to do a lot of them because it's maybe 12, 20, 19 minutes worth. Um, and then the death nail of burpees, burpees with anything is like, you know, nobody purposely does burpees, do they? <laughs> That's what I thought when I did my, so my first open was 2013, just not even close to athletic prowess of you, but I, I still have a picture of myself hanging up on a wall, trying to get my first, uh, chest to bar. And so the opening, the opening was overhead squats at 95 pounds, like 15 and I did those in a couple minutes. And then I spent the next 19 minutes of a 21-minute AMRAP, or I mean a workout, 
trying to get one chest bar. <laughs> so I, I, I get it. Uh, totally. Okay. So you then did 2019, but then, um, you know, let's fast forward a little bit. Uh, you know, the, the athletic came out because you go to 2021 and you had a very good year, just yeah. two years of improvement, two years of learning skills, two, two years of, of just learning to move the CrossFit way if oh, you will yeah, with the yeah. various movements so 2021 you qualify for you you do well in the open you mm -hmm. qualify for quarterfinals um yeah in 2021 qualified for quarterfinals like individual then, quarterfinals right? yeah yeah and, but also then you also had a chance this is where we kind of come up to the team part because you had uh mitch stevenson he had his wife carrie who had been a regional athlete uh numerous regional athlete uh you had justin thompson who um, originally, I don't know that he was supposed to be on the team originally, I think, but there was some some things that occurred. And, and so Justin Thompson, um, uh, who's a coach here at CrossFit, I love it. You guys all qualified, if I remember right, all qualified for individual quarterfinals. Mm -hmm. um, then, all Did you all qualify for semis? Um, Mitch, I think that, I, I don't I don't, know, I did. I don't remember. I think, I think yeah. you and Mitch did. I don't Carrie remember if, if JT did and um, Carrie. I think Carrie not, actually did too. I think Carrie did yeah. too. So three of the four of you. And at that time, you could do individual quarterfinals and team, team quarterfinals. quarterfinals. Yeah. But then you had to choose at that point which we were going to go. And so so really, you guys, you and Mitch and Carrie, I believe, all had to make the choice. Do you go mm -hmm. individual semis? And you were all individual athletes, especially Mitch and Carrie. Oh, yeah. Um, and Mitch had, had gone to the games in 2017, um, and then a few misses, and yeah. then... And Carrie went to games. Yeah, and then and then you had uh, COVID happen. So 2021 was really your chance post-COVID to do mm -hmm. something, yeah. and, and yet you guys chose to come together as a team. Now, you'd never competed as a team. You'd never worked out in a team environment together. Yeah. Right? So the decision to do that, you had to cobble together very quickly doing oh, yeah. things like the worm yeah the worm we had to learn worm good thing is for like the team quarterfinals um i don't remember what those workouts were but it was like yeah. stuff we always like we worked out together yeah not in like a team way but you know we're always taking classes together and training in the gym together so i feel like that the quarterfinals went pretty well because we all kind of knew each other as athletes and knew kind of the pacing and the way we moved so that went really well but then after that yeah we had to start doing synchro reps and then yeah. learning the worm. Um, and that was interesting. I, I, I'm cutting you off and I apologize. I oh, committed no, no. at the beginning. I wouldn't cut you off, but <laughs> it strikes me. So you guys, you knew you had to get a worm and it was kind of like a cobbled together quick, find a worm and buy a worm. Yeah. And we got it from someone, I think a gym down in Seattle. Okay. And it was, um, it's definitely a little bit of like a like a little floppy of a worm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you were at least able to get something that was an implement you could actually simulate. Because yeah. I think what what we see is actually watching the games right now. So uh, the CrossFit Games is going on right now, and you can watch and you can tell teams new teams struggle with the worm. It's the mm -hmm. one implement. Uh, the other thing you see is sync road uh, like ring muscle ups. You'll yeah. see a lot of struggle with the, keeping because you have your own your own clock when you're an individual, your own flow, your own pace. To do that with everybody else means you have to really truly be in tune yeah. with each other. But the worm, so it was kind of funny to watch that. I recall watching, you get the worm and 
and the first few times you guys did it, it was it was actually great Instagram videos because they were so funny. Oh I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but 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 obviously things came together because when you went to semis, uh, semis were where. Oh, they're granite games. Okay, so at that time, that's yeah. right. That's right. They were they were unlike now. You know, things have changed. It seems like one thing with CrossFit, um, nothing stays the same. I mean, the word you know, Helen is Helen, but everything else has been kind of crazy, right? I mean, I'm just gonna you know, it's unleashed the craggle. I'm not holding back. It's been crazy, but the one thing that's been consistent has been um, that you're gonna go to somewhere that place to work out. But at that time, it was Granite Games with a qualifier. There was the West Coast Classic. I think it was the Mid Atlantic. Right? Mid Atlantic. Yeah, there was. And if then... you go back, so I'm not gonna bother posting all of it. Just go back and look at you know, you can go to Games CrossFit and look at 2021 and see what the various regions and so forth. So you guys went to to Granite Games. Do you remember finished? We finished third. I finished third. And, and I think what top? Top five. Five, five teams. Yeah, yeah. And that involved the worm and involved, you know, the chance to really be under some duress with some great teams, teams that have yeah. been together. Um, oh, yeah. Do you remember who was it? Was that one that Invictus? No, Invictus would have been somewhere on the West Coast, I think. Yeah. I, think I don't remember who won. Um, it might have been. Yeah, I don't remember. Go back. If you're listening, go back and figure out who won tw the, the Granite Games in 2021. But to have a team that's cobbled together quickly when everybody was thinking of going individual semis and imagine throwing together a team and doing really well against top level crossfitters. So you go off through the games. Fantastic. You're going to have a chance to be a games competitor and have all the experience of that. So you go to the games. What's the first thing? Do you recall the first thing you, you know, when you got there? Yeah. What, any remembrances of what you thought at the beginning? Oh, I just thought it was really cool because it's, you know, uh, just getting into CrossFit. And not having that experience before, just like seeing all the people that you watch so much, like in person, be like, oh, you know, we're actually kind of a part of this now. It's a really cool experience. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah and going through all the check-in and getting the cool stuff, I was like, oh, all right. It's just kind of something that you're like, all right, I'm actually part of this thing. It's so you got your super grab bag. Do you still have all your, do you have any of your gear from? Yeah, I still, I mean, I still have lots of it. I keep telling myself that. Have to go to the games again if I want new lifting shoes. So. <laughs> Absolutely, you see all the videos of the people posting on their their hotel bedroom, you know, on their hotel bed of all the gear. Um, it, it is funny. So you got the team pictures, and and um, I think in the in the notes I'll I'll put a link to. You can see some of the Instagram pictures and so forth. I I think what was interesting about it that strikes me, you guys went with no expectations, really. I mean, you wanted to do well. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, Mitch, but... Mitch being a games athlete, Mitch is Mitch, uh, one of the nicest young men you'll ever meet, but he's a competitor. Oh yeah. And yeah. I think when you guys get there, you're in the midst of the Rich Froning, right? Froning was Froning. You know, Mayhem was still together at that point. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you had the heavy hitters of Mayhem. You had Invictus. You had uh, Omni, you had Oslo Blue, you had all these teams that are I'm trying to think of who else off the top of my head. You know, you had all these teams that were just well known, mm -hmm. you know. And then you got this little gym from Linden, Washington, that frankly, the announcers, unless unless I prepped them, and I know some of the CrossFit guys, announcers, and that, I kept saying it's I love it, not. I I won UVIT. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I won VIT or whatever. It's I love it, and you know, 
I'm not going to tell you why the one is an L if you can, you know, let us know later. But it was funny to watch people struggle how to say, you know, the name of the little gym from Linden. So you guys got there. You start out the first day. Now, there weren't cuts, were there, at the games at that point? I don't think they no, cut. No, not that. Not right, that no, right. No. But you still, you got to do well. You guys got to the games and you open up, and I had to take a, a moment here to look. So you opened up with a uh, swim in 2021. It was the female-female pair, 500-meter swim, 1,000-meter kayak. And then after that, you tagged off to Mitch and JT, and they did the same. Time cap, 90 minutes. So up to that point, how were you guys as far as swimming? Um, well, JT, JT was, he did really well because he had to kind of learn how to swim for the games. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, JT, but you'll be on the yeah. podcast to defend yourself. So, so he, he had not really swum very much. No, no. And that's, I feel like that's why it was, you know, he did really well for having, I think he only did like one or two open water swims before games. And okay. so we had to like, you know, we worked at the pool um, he kept working on it too, and he really improved a lot. Just like you know, the short time he had um, to prepare for the game, so I think that was really good. And uh, me, Mitch, and Carrie, uh, we've all done a lot of like swimming stuff before, so we felt pretty okay with it. But okay, um, but yeah. and you were in pairs, so that's the really interesting part. And I'm actually, as we're talking, I just want to kind of look and see where uh, y'all finished on that particular workout because. Oh, yeah. um, so actually, it turns out you guys finished 13th, 13th with a person who didn't really know yeah. how to swim. Well, yeah, that's right. Because me I and mean, Carrie started off that and we were actually done first out of the water, out of the kayaks first. Okay. And we passed, so we knew we had to just get some, get some time for JT just because, like I said, like he had been doing so well learning for it, but we knew we just sure. had to get that little jump. So sure. I feel like it was a good. So, and I think off. that's the key too, is, is knowing the strengths and knowing who has to do what to offset. And you see that with teams where, you know, you, you got to kind of send it. So the fact that you, again, opening event, never done games together, oh, yeah. uh, open swim, you know, 500 meter, what, 500 meter swim and, and kayaking. And you guys do paddle boarding on Lake Washington or Lake Watcomb and yeah. so forth, but not like was, a lot. Yeah. I mean, I know that, um, I, I know that's like, I think Carrie's on the, a lot more kayaking than I had, but I had done like, you know, the paddle boarding and stuff. So yeah. I was like, oh, I can hopefully figure it out. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah. That was definitely something yeah. that we just had to, had to figure out. That's awesome. So you open with the 13th and then event two you go to, and I, we're just going to, I just briefly want to talk about these because it's interesting. Then you go to event two, three, and it's the hundred foot Bob push, which CrossFit, I love it, does not have a Bob. Oh, yeah. You try to simulate as best you can what you, you can, but yeah. it probably wasn't the same. No, we definitely had our coach, because Kaylee, Kaylee Lovelady, she was, and Kaylee and Matt, they both helped a lot. But Kaylee wrote, like, so much of, like, practice workouts for us to do, like, really put some good time in there. And so she got us a little, we set up a little contraption with the yoke and a sled <laughs> tied to it that... So like simulated it as well as it could, but yeah, still definitely different. A different experience. That so that yeah. was the Bob push, synchro bar muscle ups, another Bob push, synchro bar muscle ups. And in the bar muscle ups, you also have uh, two partners holding cheese curds, which were basically sandbags. And yeah, so, was... and then you have a 12 minute time cap and that 12 minute, you did four rounds of synchro uh, toes to bars and another Bob drag. So, 
that particular one, you guys had a little bit of a struggle, finished 30th yeah. on that one. And uh, that's definitely probably my fault on that. Like, we all had, that's the thing, it's like, we all had, um, well, besides Mitch, Mitch is probably, like, pretty well, the most well-rounded of us, I'd say, but I feel like I was, I still struggled. I mean, still to this day, like, gymnastics is something that I need to work on, mm. and especially mm. on that workout, the bar muscle-ups, I pretty much had, like, one good rep each set, and then, like, no reps for my feet coming too high. Uh -huh. Um and I uh, was just super frustrated. So the guys had pretty much had to do all the bar muscle-ups in that workout. And then that very bad workout for me. But we all, that day one, we all kind of had our struggle workouts, I guess. Yeah. And that was definitely yeah. mine with that. And we could go, I mean, I don't want to spend the rest of the podcast talking about it. It's interesting because you guys, here you are, first team together, 13th and 30th, the first two workouts. Yet... A lot of teams would look at that, and if you had expectations, would be really frustrated. And yet you go on with a 6th, then a 37th, but then you go 11th, 18th, 7th, 7th, 12th, 10th, 5th, 8th, and 8th. So while our teams were struggling as the time went on, whether it you know, was recovery or whatever, it's almost like you guys came, came into your own as far as the team. Yeah. And you ended up actually finishing 10th in the world ahead of a lot of great CrossFit, Eighth Day CrossFit, Lone Star CrossFit, Omnia, so on, West Chase. And, you know, you had certainly teams that had been together and, and such, but to put together a team, just throw it together with people who are going to go semis as individuals and make the choice to go team is really impressive. Really, really impressive. And so especially two years into CrossFit oh, yeah. for you. Well Right. Yeah, I started like October 2018. I'd okay. Say. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe a little earlier than that. So yeah. Just... I mean, oh, two, two and a half, three years. Let's just say. Oh yeah. To 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 go team and and again to go team with with people who you didn't have great gymnastics. You admitted JT oh, yeah. hadn't really swum. Yeah. And uh, yet to be able to find a way to piece it together and oh, yeah. and i think that's the thing too i i mean i've been a, a member at crossfit i love it since it opened in 2013 and and watching watching you you all to work together it's like instead of getting frustrated you just figure out how to adapt how mm -hmm. to adjust how to build off each other's strengths so so you had a great experience with that then in, we go 2022 2023 you actually went back individual everybody kind of mm -hmm. went back made the choice to not go team which yeah. would have been tempting i'm sure but for whatever reason you decided to make the shift back to individual all of you and you had uh, a, a good year in 2022 made yeah. quarterfinals again yeah semifinals yeah yeah and you competed where I, did, I was at Granite Games again in 2022. Okay. So, yeah. You were at Granite, and I think didn't, uh, was it Mitch, Carrie, and Gabby? Yeah, well, Mitch and Gabby. Oh, that's they right. They were both at the MAC, but then they had another, then we had a team with, um, again. Oh, right, right. So, so yeah. you actually had, uh, you were at Granite, Mitch and Gabby went to uh, Mid-Atlantic, uh, Mid Mid yeah, so and, uh, and then because they did so well, uh, Kaylee... Right, it was a yeah. Kaylee, Pat Midgley, um, Carrie, Carrie and, JT. and JT all just decided, yeah. to, hey, let's go team. Oh, yeah. So they went to team and competed as a team and did really well. Again, not having put together uh, a team, but just sort of making a call of, hey, let's do team. And so then um, that was a case where it was a good experience for you as an individual, again, mm -hmm. oh, learning yeah. experience. Yes. 
<laughs> and so then 2023, this year, uh, again, um, qualified for quarterfinals, qualified for semis. This time, semis were where? Um, They were... Pasadena. Yeah. yeah. Had yeah. to three things. See, it's changed so much where, where you go and whatever. So Pasadena and you opened up with the, uh, it was a oh, sled yeah, the, drag and the nice long the machine. The grinder. <laughs> yeah. And, and so overall, I mean, rather than going blow by blow through it, what was the best part of that experience as a yeah. semi? Well, if, if I say like the best event, it was, you know, the first one of the running, but right. I think like overall, this was just a good it was a good year for me just because I had like some injuries the beginning of the year going into it mm. and injuries where I was like, I might not be able to do uh. <laughs> semifinals, things like that. And by the time it rolled around, it was like, okay, I'm good enough to compete, but I hadn't like heavy snatched for a while. Mm. I just hadn't been doing a lot of things I normally would have. And so I kind of went into semifinals with just like a different mindset of being like, let's just enjoy competing. Mm. Let's just enjoy being here. Mm. And, um, and I think having that mindset kind of, I made, I think it was a more enjoyable year for me mm. at semifinals than like 2022, where it was just like, I just really enjoyed every, every part of it. And there was an event that I got a zero on the weight vest ring muscle ups, mm. which was annoying because that full year I've been working so much on ring muscle ups. There was such a big weakness. And I'm like, you know, this year ring muscle ups show up. I got it. Mm. But um, then they throw the ruck in there and I kind of had to just relearn my ring muscle up technique and then still couldn't get them mm. in the workout but like I had I kind of knew that going in like when I saw that workout I'm like if I get a zero I get a zero and then just move on so I definitely had a little bit of sadness right after it I'm like fine sure. <laughs> let's sure. just move on from this like as long as no one talks to me about it too much I'll be okay <laughs> yeah. yeah but um but then I think like overall like then just going to each event and being with all the girls competing because there's just so many like really awesome people that you mm. get to know mm -hmm. and then just like I think just having that mindset where I took like a mental step back and like, let's just enjoy this yeah. because this is something that is a cool thing to do. Yeah. And I think that I just really enjoyed the whole thing a lot more, even though I, I mean, eventually I would love to make it individual to games and that's yeah. my ultimate goal with it. But it was also just like, it was just fun to be there. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It's great competing. And I want to sometimes it feels <laughs> like it's a dice throw for the unknown and unknowable mm -hmm. and you happen to get an event and a lot of people you know struggle with events yeah and and not without injuries and so forth uh i think that the thing that strikes me too having been around you guys the, the thing that strikes me with 2023 is the mental change mm -hmm. for all of you you know certainly mitch and i have chatted some um okay. somewhat with you somewhat with gabby yeah. Um, that the mental switch of it would destroy you maybe previously. You'd be so down in the dumps about uh, uh, a placement versus yeah. just cut it off, be sad, yeah. move on. Oh, yeah. And and, 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 you, and yet, you know, not just the enjoyable part, but you you had some good events after that that followed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you didn't just check out, but you continued. So do you remember what, I mean, you ended up in what place? Do you remember? I was 19th place. 19th. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, having gone, uh, you know, started in 2018, 2019, games experience 2021, go right to individual, which is a different rhythm, a different yeah. game. Um, and, and then to finish 19th out of a really fit yeah. uh, regional or oh, semifinal, yeah. if you will. And so, you know, the sky's the limit, you know, yeah. and you're, you're young, you're so <laughs> young when it comes to, to CrossFit and just in general that. 
it's another chance to keep working oh, and yeah. keep going with it. So that's so, and that's the journey part of, of, of this, I think too, of course, being an older athlete, I'm more looking at longevity for running around with grandkids, not competing at a competitive level, but to, to be inspired by all age groups, but to watch you guys work hard for something. I guess the question would be, you are disappointed when you don't get to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's just happy-go-lucky. You have to yeah. have that period of kind of grief of, you know, or grieving over not being able to move forward. Yeah, I think that's like, yeah, I think there's always going to be like a disappointment when you don't place as well. I think that for me, it was just a little less just because I like went in being like, this This might not be the time. And if it's not, it's not. Um, so I think that was okay. And I was able to move on from it. But then I think that also just kind of showed me that I also just really enjoy the process of training and like mm -hmm. working hard to get there and i also know that i want crossfit for me and not just like crossfit but any sort of competing because i mean i want to just keep on doing stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> just sure. keep competing and then sure. but and just that you know that working hard for something i think is the, the cool part of anything yeah. so and if i remember yeah. correctly though you and gabby didn't like we weren't down in the dump stuck in the hotel you went somewhere right after yeah where you guys you guys visited we, we we went to Disneyland for a bit. Sure like right you after. did. So, yeah, we were right, <laughs> right next you, to it. How can you be unhappy when you're riding on It's a Small World After All, right? Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, so, it, was, it was a really yeah. good experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's the other part is you have, you know, Gabby, of course, is now, she's, is, it seems like she's alternating. So you come here for summers. She comes here for winter and leading oh, up to I games. I feel like we just qualify. keep on missing each other. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that, that kind of, you know, even longer distance relationship of CrossFit, fitness, and so forth is, yeah. it's like meeting an old friend again. Yeah, yeah. You see each other and it's We're like nothing's changed. Yeah, so exactly. That's very cool. And there you have it, the part one of my interview with Carissa. You're going to want to be sure to come back for part two, where we get into another part of her life besides CrossFit and working out and kind of background on growing up. And that's her writing career. And you'll want to be sure to follow not just Carissa on her uh, Instagram and so forth, her personal page, but also her writing page. And so we'll be putting that in the uh, show notes also. Be sure to check out the show notes we list her, Carissa's uh, Instagram, where you can follow her and give her a like. There's also a link to our Instagram at Unleash the Craigle. Also, Unleash the Craigle at gmail.com. Also, Twitter and so forth. We'll also put some show notes about some of the things we've talked about. Western Washington women's rowing team. CrossFit, I love it. CrossFit, uh, Bozeman, where she works out, and uh, maybe some links to her CrossFit kind of articles that have been written about her and so forth. So, again, you'll want to come back for part two of the interview. Again, we try to keep these to about 35 minutes or so episodes easily managed for you. So, look forward to sharing that with you also. Again, we're get back on track with uh, doing episodes. We'll be doing episodes uh, probably three times a week. Again, 30 to 35 minutes per. I have a couple coming up on mental training, mental toughness, also 
just a recap of kind of masters and age group qualifiers, a discussion about ideas for that, and just thoughts about how you can use your fitness in your everyday life, but also in planning for your future. So look forward to those topics also. Again, give us a like, subscribe, share your share this with your friends and family. Let us know how we can do better. Let us know what things you'd like us to cover. Again, we're here for you. We're here to cover topics that we think would be meaningful for you and others. Again, thank you so much for following us. And be sure to look for part two of the interview with Carissa Stapp coming up very soon. Take care all. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family and those that you care for. And when at all possible, be kind. Thank you again, and we'll talk to you soon.